Friends, is Andy Falco Humanis coming to you live from Yorba Linda, California, for the Vote PYL Vote Show. Voting is so important, I put it twice in my name of the show. And so, um, uh, we are covering issues that have to do not only with school board, but other areas um, of the election coming up in November, which is only something like 61 days away. Uh, let me confirm. Uh, yep, 61 days, eight hours, 20 minutes, and three, two, one seconds from now. So, very important. A lot of a lot of important um, issues that are going to be uh, coming before all of us that live in the PYL area, and um, and again, most of the discussion I know, and this may be too much for people to handle, but it's going to be a lot of it's going to be involving the school boards. The school boards. The school board in the PYLUSD school district is um, such an extremely important uh, part of what needs to happen in, in the local area here to really begin to make change. If we cannot make change in our school district, it's going to be very difficult to make changes in our community for the long term uh, because every human being that we put through our district is going to be a part of our local community. Some, of course, will go further out and maybe even, you know, other areas of the United States and in the country. But we become a product. There's so many people that I know that were born and raised and attending these schools who are parents who have kids attending the schools. And so uh, I know for sure there's a lot of parents, uh, a lot of um, older adults who have stayed in this community that are um, pillars of the community. Uh, they go to the churches, they own businesses, they um, are police officers locally, they're uh, fire uh, personnel uh, locally, uh, and you name it. They, uh, they're electricians, they're plumbers, they're um, uh, AC, uh, uh, you know, people, <laughs> whatever you want to call it, installers, what have you, and, and teachers. Uh, and so the product that's going to be put out of the school district, and right now it is not that great, we're going to be in a little bit of trouble for a little while unless we make some serious changes. So on the show uh, is going to be focused primarily on the school district and uh, in particular two of the candidates that are running that are essentially splitting the vote because they are of similar backgrounds and political leanings. Although this is a, a non-political party type of position, I, you know, there's no way of avoiding that you have a liberal portion of our school board and then you have what would be considered more of a conservative. And we have two conservatives running for the same seat against the incumbent who is just incompetent, uh, whatever party that is, the incompetent party. And so we're going to be talking a little bit about um, this, this unfortunate situation we have where we right now it, it, it's really what we would call splitting the vote. And I want to talk about how we can stop that from happening. And then I want to talk about how the parents need to become the teachers union. 
um, and, and the, the parents union for the teachers, the parents union for the kids, the parents union for the school district. We need to get rid of the teachers union. Um, and I'll be discussing that a little bit more. But I want to talk about this very important subject of these two candidates that right now are seemingly splitting what would be considered a more conservative leaning uh, for the seat, again, against uh, someone who is just, you know, this has been a, a part of the school district for far too long and is, um, you know, needs to change and needs to be taken out. So, um, but I want to focus on the two, on the, on the two candidates. We have Todd Frazier and Steve Slauson. And I want to first talk about the, what my position is on them personally. I have nothing against either one of them. Uh, I don't, I know one of them and I don't know the other very well, but I know Steve, uh, the people that surround Steve and like them very much. Todd, I know personally, uh, Todd and I have uh, for years have attended the same church. We uh, uh, have uh, very similar um, uh, people that, you know, that we surround ourselves with, that we, um, that we are friends with and hang out with and that kind of thing and spend time with. And so I know Todd Frazier, uh, we're both podcasters. We both do very similar things where we do live broadcasting, that kind of stuff. Uh, and so we, we have, um, although we've not known each other um, uh, intimately, and I know that's an odd word, but that's what I'm going to say, in a way that, uh, you know, that we've been hanging out with each other for a long period of time. It's just our circles have be, been related for a long time. Now, Steve Slauson, I'm not sure that I would recognize him out in the wild. I, I, I see his picture and that kind of stuff, but I don't know that I've ever run into him out uh, besides seeing his picture um, uh, on the website. So I don't know him that well. Like many of you who do uh, keep track of what's happening uh, in this uh, arena of who's running and that kind of stuff, there, there are rumors and there's things that are being discussed and talked about. I'm not going to get into those. I, I don't know that that uh, it. it it's important if I knew what the truth was, but I'm not, I don't know enough to be able to comment on what, what I would be able to rest my head on, on being truth. All right. I do know that there was an agreement of some sort that when certain um, endorsements were achieved, that one of them would back out. And for whatever reason, that did not happen. Again, at a handshake should mean something, and apparently it, it no longer means anything, because uh, I felt fairly strongly that a handshake deal was made, that if certain endorsements were made, that the other candidate would back out. And um, so far, Stephen has decided not to back out, because Todd uh, got a large number of endorsements. Um, let me go ahead and show that really quick. I'm going to come back to it, but I want to show it just so you can see that here we got Steve's, or uh, Todd's website, sorry. I may have said the wrong name, but you see there's this line here, endorsed by, and um, Todd is endorsed by the Republican Party of Orange County, the Republican Assembly of the of Placentia Yorba Linda, the Lincoln Club uh, of Orange County, Yorba Linda Country Writers Community, uh, Mari Barkey, uh, who is a trustee of the Orange County Board of Education. I may be saying her first name wrong. I always get it wrong. It could be Mary Barkey, uh, but I'm so sorry, Mar Mary, if you're watching. Uh, Miss Barkey, how about that? 
um, Tim Shaw, who's a trustee of the Orange County Board of Education. You've got Dr. Ken Williams, who's a trustee of the Orange County Board of Education. You've got Dr. Lisa Sparks, who's a trustee of the Orange County Board of Education. you got Gene Hernandez, who is the mayor pro temp of the city of Yorba Linda. you got Leander Blades, who's on the school board. And you got Sean Youngblood. And I know there's others coming. Um, but you see these endorsements. And this is how I know that Todd did, in fact, get the endorsements because I was there uh, at the uh, Republican Party of Orange County meeting where he did achieve the endorsement. Now, again, there's other complications as to why the uh, Steve did not back out. I, I, there's timing and there's gates that had to be met and a whole bunch of other stuff. Whatever that whatever, whatever that means. So Steve is still running, uh, unfortunately. Again, I want to make sure that you all understand that I don't know Steve personally, so I don't know what kind of person he is. And again, I know people around him that I like very much. And so I, this really is not an easy thing to deal with. But if you remember, if you've been around and watch Andy Falco's show for any period of time, it was probably about a year ago that I said then when I saw that there was something that was quite possibly going to happen in this same vein, that people needed to be self-aware and understand that we should only have one person running from this position of a, a conservative position and not split the vote that the other person should realize that you know what we we have to do what's right and we have to uh, go forward with the best candidate who's more more most likely to win many parents that were attending the school board meetings at the time that were um, uh, aware of what was going on in our schools that were showing up on a daily basis. This is really important that the parents, a large group of parents. Now, when I first began showing at the school board met uh, 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 meetings, there were maybe 10 people or five people. I can't remember. I just know that it was pretty sparse. And then things began to happen. More and more people began to show up and we began to fill the room. And I began to know many of the parents who were around there. I was live streaming the school board meetings before they had their own live streaming platform and was making sure that people in the community knew what was going on. And so not only did I hear from the people that were there because we had an opportunity to talk, we sat next to each other, we get, began to really understand what was not happening in the school board and not happening in the district and how in a horrible situation we had with very incompetent people on the board and we began to talk. Todd's name came up early on and what we really did like is um, who he was as a person because we, we knew him and I knew of him because of, uh, again, we attended the same church, your Linda um, uh, Friends Church. And I watched his podcast and I, and I really began to get to know him. Um, and then what ended up happening in the, in the school board meetings is there are many things that go on that, that are involving accounting, how money is spent money that is being taken in, money that is being spent on these different programs. And then on occasion, there a pre presentation would, would be put up on the screen where they would talk about, well, this is how much money we allocated or how, how much we got in. This is what we allocated for X, Y, and Z. This is what we did with it. This is how it was spent. And even me, who I am horrible with numbers and have ne never been great with numbers, was going, wow, that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> And I just go, I'm not sure if that's right. And I don't even, I think that that is also a bad use of our money, right? So we had bad use of the money and we also had expenses and expenditures and where it was going and how it was being spent. And then the accounting, even to me, somebody who hates numbers and is horrible at math, looking at it and saying, this is not right. And then we knew Todd is an accountant. And we thought, how important would it be to have a competent 
um, person, man or woman, that had good character, um, had a good standing in the community, not just because he went to Yerba Left Friends, but really good standing in the community. Um, nobody could say a bad thing about Todd that I know of. I, I would have heard of one right now, and I've not heard any. And on top of it all, he's an accountant. That's his business. That's what he does every day. And I, if I'm not mistaken, he has um, a fairly high degree. I wish I knew exactly if Todd's on or if anybody knows exactly what his degree is. Whatever it is, it's not important. But I do know that he's successful and a successful accountant. So we look at all those things as parents, and we thought this man that has been vetted through all the people that know him, some of the people like me who know him, but not, not for many, many years, but know him for the last couple of years, and understand his background, we talk, we, we discuss, we hear things. And again, we, we believe we found a, a candidate that checked all the boxes and somebody that gets things done. Then we have another candidate. Again, I don't know him, but I know that he, uh, there are rumors and there's things that began to come in and not so glowing, not that great. But doesn't mean he's a bad person. Just what I've been hearing and what people have to say is not there's some flaws. And so when I began to give my shows and talk about this, I said, listen, we need the person who's more likely to, to be able to hold up to scrutiny because these elections get nasty, dirty, horrible, and they will find every little thing. If you happen to um, hit a cat with your car by accident, they will call you a murderer and, 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 and bring up and, and create Instagram pages about how you murdered a cat and should not be found uh, capable of being on the school board. This is, I mean, really, really, really nasty stuff. If you, if you, in, in the course of your job had to use as a police officer, had to use deadly force in the course of your job, because your life was in danger, the life of somebody else was in danger, they would take and turn that around and say that you're a murderer. And so we knew going in that the character of the person is extremely important. So we have one person, Todd Frazier, who has checked all the boxes, and it's, it's going to be very difficult. They will find something, but it's probably going to be a lie, and it's going to be, if they do find anything, it's going to be something, like I said, he accidentally ran over a possum or something like I did on, in my patrol car, and the, the possum happened to be pregnant, and all the little babies went everywhere in the city of Anaheim when I hit the possum. So I could never run for school board because that, that will come out that I hit a possum in Anaheim. But Todd Frazier... I don't know. Maybe. Maybe he did. I'm not sure. But then you have the other person, Steve Slauson, who may have something in his background. I can't confirm it. I don't know. But I know that it keeps coming up. Again, now I go back to the endorsements. Really important to understand how important, how um, critical these endorsements are, because you have another group of people who, on a political standpoint, standpoint have looked at the candidates' backgrounds. They have interviewed people, including the candidates, and decided, you know what, based on our interview, based on the people that have supported them and come forth and said, these are the people that we would really like for you to endorse, another group of people looked at it critically and through the, um, the interviews that they did with other people and decided also Todd Frazier was a candidate that they all want to support. That's really important. So you can see we have the parents that have been there on a daily basis, have gone through all the things that they've gone through and looked at all the things that they looked at and decided on Todd Frazier. You have now these endorsements that are coming through. Now, again, you could, you could be somebody who's not very politically minded like I was before I started getting in the school board member and say, you know, they could have paid for those endorsements. They could have done it, but that's not what happened. 
As a matter of fact, I'm going to say right off the bat, it didn't look like uh, Todd had the financial support that, 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 that some of these endorsements wanted. But in the end, they said, you know what? His character is so good. The people that support him is so important that we know that this is only a temporary issue that those finances will increase because of the type of person that Todd is. And so they did not find that the, the little bit of money that he had at the time that they were seeking the endorsement was enough to disqualify him for the endorsement. Again, I think that speaks highly for his character. I think it speaks highly for um, uh, the people that supported him and, and talked to him. And then the interview process of talking to each candidate individually, again, took us into a place where this was the better candidate of the two. And I, and, I, and I keep going back, and I don't want you to make understand, because I, again, I love the people that are, are around Steve Slot, not love. I mean, I love one of them or two of them that I know of, but there's other people that I, I have nothing against them either. I have nothing against Steve. I have nothing against anybody else. But again, we're looking at who has the best chance of overtaking and winning against the incumbent who is clearly incompetent, who clearly does not care for the children, who clearly does not understand economics or the accounting aspect of what it takes um, to run a school district competently because she's done it for years and we are in, 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 in trouble um, educationally and it's through her incompetence and, and one of the other, and clearly one of the other members that is on the school board that needs to be replaced. So that person needs to be replaced. These two are uh, unfortunately in a position where it looks like they may be splitting the vote but I want, to I want you to, to trust what I'm telling you. I want you to understand what it is I'm telling you. I want you to think for yourself and look at what it is that's going on here. So let's go back. Actually, let me look at the comments here because somebody may have answered my question that I had earlier. And uh, um, uh, question his conservative stance since he has placed himself on uh, Democrat slates. Very important. Todd Frazier, very important. Um, something that I said earlier, <laughs> CPA, CPA. Thank you very much. And not just an accountant and a CPA. Uh, and Leanna says, Todd is amazing. Thank you for that. Um, I question everything about Steve Sloss and he is a, a, on Democratic slate. Oh, there we go. I get it now. Um, Andy and the possum, what a classic. Yeah, I hit that. that it, it was one of those things where I saw it at the last second. I couldn't avoid it. I hit what looked like just one possum. I looked in my rearview mirror and shined my spotlight back there. I see, and all of a sudden, there's like there's like a hundred little tiny possums. <laughs> it looked like, looks like it was like a, a one of those uh, movies where you hit something and it breaks up into little tiny little beans and began to crawl, crawl away. It was right there at Mariloma and Kramer, just east of Kramer. I'll never forget it. It was probably 25 years ago. Um, Karen says uh, Todd has uh, grassroots community support. Steve has to bankroll his own campaign and seems to have uh, to pay organizations for their endorsements. That should tell you everything you need to know. These are comments. This is not coming from me. These are, again, comments, people that know stuff. Uh, Steve didn't even vote until 2020. Oh, well, there. that's questionable. Why Why not? Okay, so um, let's take a look at the websites here really quickly. Um, I'm going to bring them up. Um, and so uh, I just want you to take a look. And now, does a website make somebody? Absolutely not. But I'm going to come back to this. So I just want to look at Todd Frazier's um, a website it clearly make, has a, a, a well put together website, has the uh, countdown until election date, has his bullet points of things that he's um, clearly going to be uh, looking at when he when he does get elected and gets on to the school board. We have his endorsements. 
Um, you have uh, Ken Williams, Dr. Ken Williams, who uh, gives him a nice endorsement there, says Todd's passion and commitment to the community is incredible. Todd will be a strong voice for parents and students. And then who is Todd Frazier? And then a little bit of a bio there. And, uh, and then it clearly right here tells you where his district is. I think this is all important stuff. It tells you the, the boundaries of District 4, uh, Bass and Cherry at the, at the north. You got Richfield to the west. And, and then it kind of clicks over here, a little dog leg over for Lake Ave, uh, Lakeview Avenue, and then down to La Palma, down there in Anaheim, and then over to Esperanza Road, and then Fairmont on the east, and then back up the Bastion Cherry, and everything there in the middle. And that's uh, an important thing that happens to be on the website, all right? He's got a Facebook page, which has a, a lot of information, um, some other posts that I think are important. Um, and has other people supporting him and a great picture there of the event where he got to speak and tell people about his platform and then so on and forth. And it can, oh, there, who's that? That would be me. Uh, and then you have a bunch of other um, posts here, which is fantastic. And then, of course, he has Instagram, where he has his website you can go to on his Facebook. It has his website that you can go to right here, too. Uh, and again, these are important. I'm going to come back to these. Now, let's look at uh, Sleeve Slauson's uh, website. And you have a, a blurry picture you have about Steve, read more, and then I have no idea what that is, that little banner, uh, and then Steve Vargas, who, uh, I'm not sure who Steve Vargas is. It doesn't tell us who Steve Vargas is. Steve Vargas could be anybody. It could be his cousin, for all we know, uh, and then connect with the campaign, and that's it. There, uh, there's uh, nothing else. You got a donate page, you got his Instagram, and you have his Facebook. He's on Facebook, but all you have is his profile picture, and a couple pictures of him getting sworn in there. Um, and uh, his family, I guess, they're supporting him with the, with the signs. And that's it. And another profile picture. Uh, Instagram, same thing. Very little information on there, his website. And uh, that's it. So now let me come back and tell you why I believe that's important when we look at the website and all of the, the Facebook, the Instagram. Because when we look at somebody who's running for a position, a job, how prepared are they? What's important? Do they understand what it is that needs to be done to get elected? Do they understand what it needs, uh, what it takes to get their message out, that what people need to see to make a educated decision on the individual? Um, who is it that's also on their Facebook page? Who else is watching? Who else is friends? Who's liked their pages? All of these things are important for you to make an educated decision because that type of effort is the, what that person who we're electing is going to put into the position they're, they're being elected for. We want somebody that understands and shows that they care, that this is important to them. If you have somebody like Steve with a website that looks like probably one of his kids put together for him, and again, this isn't an attack on Steve. I know it very much sounds like it, but that's what it looks like, Steve. Is that it looks like you got, you know, hey, Johnny, um, can you put a, a you know, a, a, a website together for me using uh, GoDaddy? And uh, well, what do you want on there, Dad? I don't know. Just put a couple pictures. And how about this blurry picture? It, it doesn't speak um, quality. Is this a person that we want to go in to haphazardly, if he just by chance happens to get elected, to go in there haphazardly and do the same thing on the board? No. I've hired hundreds of people. I was, a, again, a police officer 21 years in the city of Anaheim, but I also run a business called Falco Enterprise Incorporated here in Yorba Linda. And I had a security company where I hired 500 employees. 
I hired management, I hired people. And I did not want somebody who would come into the position with just, just nonsense abilities. I needed strong candidates that I knew would get the job. And so I would go and I would ask them hard questions. I would say, what would you do? How did you prepare for this position? Show me examples of you doing the work. Let me see what it is that you can bring to my company. Right now, it doesn't look like Steve can bring much because he doesn't, didn't put much effort into anything. His website address isn't even on the signs that he put out. So what effort is put out on these platforms, the website, the Facebook, the Instagram, uh, the people that are surrounding him, the people that are supporting him, all are super extremely important when it comes to making the decision on who it is that we're going to put into a position of power on the school board and do something that makes a difference. I don't want somebody that just simply had one of their kids put together their website, their Facebook page, and their Instagram, because that's, again, what it looks like. I want somebody that puts actually effort into doing it, surrounds himself with people that know how to do it. That's important. If, if, if Todd did not do any of this himself, does it make a difference? No. He's still the person who's in charge and responsible for making sure that it does get done. Does he know how to reach out? Does he know how to problem solve? Does he know how to network? Does he know how to find people that will get the job done for him? By the way that it looks, it looks like he does. Because if these none of these school board members do things by themselves. They have to know where to go. How do you find somebody to do this job? If we need lights at El Dorado, which we do need lights at El Dorado, who do we find to do that competently? The school board, the school district need to know and need to have people on there know how to get these types of things done because nobody's going to do it for them unless they reach out to the right people. I think these things are extremely important. And I, I, I would hope that all of you that are watching that understand what it is I'm talking about also look at these things and find them very important. A website doesn't make a great school board member. The person that puts the decisions, puts the time in, surrounds himself with the right people is a good candidate for the school board, for the school board. That's what you have to look at. In addition to, and I'm, and I'm trying to really only speak about the things that I know. If on top of that, you are hearing things that trouble you about one candidate and not hearing anything on the other candidate, again, what, did it, what is it you're going to go with? Again, if Steve, let's just say Steve or Todd had a troubled background in their past. Let's just say that. If, if with that background, now today, you don't hear anything coming from the one candidate about that background, that somehow he's turned his life around and it's such a, it's such a big turnaround that you're not hearing anything, you still got to go with this candidate, right? But let's say that you have the other candidate who does have a troubled background and you're still hearing, oh, you, you may not, yeah, this guy, you know, you hear the different things. It, it means that it's still present or it's still new or it's still not done. And when we're moving forward, again, the way that the other side attacks, again, I've seen it. I've seen how they've treated Sean. I've seen how they've treated Leandra. I've seen what, they, what they've created in relationship to just one little thing. And that has nothing to do with the school board. It never does. 
It has to do with something else that they can find and hang their hat on and turn it into something much bigger or uh, something that isn't directly related to the job and make it into something really big. And so again, when we're going forward with a candidate, do we want one who either does not have a checkered background or had a checkered background, but has been able to turn their life around so that it isn't a big deal, we're going to go with that, that, uh, that candidate as opposed to the other way around where we're still hearing some things that may or may not be true. I don't know. I don't know enough. I've not put enough time into it because I did not think it was going to go this far. <laughs> All of us thought that, you know what, when these endorsements come and the agreement is that the one person backs out, whoever it is that gets the endorsements, the other person backs out. I, I did not think that was going to happen. I really thought this was a gentleman's agreement and uh, it really is sad and unfortunate. And, um, you know, the, the, that, that, that didn't happen that, uh, you know, the other person couldn't, uh, decide that that was the best way to go. Who knows why? I don't know. Uh, but in the end, I got to tell you that I do believe that Todd Frazier is the better candidate right now. If Steve wants to run when Todd gets tired of being on the school board or what have you, then uh, I'll be happy to, to, to talk about Steve. You know, Steve's never reached out to me at all. Um, knowing what it is I do, I go to every school board meeting. I, um, I broadcast every school board meeting. I do shows or I've interviewed uh, Leandra for sure. Um, and I, I, I talk about the candidates, but I've never received a, a message and say, hey, you know, uh, I want to share with you uh, what it is that they're saying and the, how it's not true. None of that stuff has ever happened. So again, what is it? Why is that? Why, why has that never been addressed? Why is it never brought up? I, I don't know. But um, Todd and I, Todd's reached out. He's, uh, we, he's texted me. We, we exchanged phone numbers because he wanted to make sure that I understand who he was as a person and wasn't afraid uh, of uh, letting me know who he was. There's nothing there uh, that I know of. Uh, and I think he's a candidate that's going to take our schools to a place that they've never been before. All right. I hope that I didn't uh, overdo that, but I wanted to you know, discuss each one of the points that I look at and what I've, I really consider, again, to not, to not bring this to a point where I'm trying to destroy anybody's character, just tell you why I've settled upon one and why I think that you should do the research too and look at some of these things that, that I looked at and, and make a decision for yourself. I think that you'll come to the same conclusion that Todd Frazier is the best candidate uh, of those two. Um, and we and, and not split the boat vote. I think you need to go out and once you've decided that Todd Frazier, like I have, uh, is the better candidate, that you need to talk to your neighbors within that that area um, that I just pointed out on the on the website is, are people that you need to reach out to. If you go to any of the schools within that area, um, tell the other parents, talk to them uh, while you're waiting for your kids. I see at all these schools and I and I'm a parent too, where I stand out there from time to time waiting for my kids to come out and say, hey. Have you heard about Todd Frazier? He's running for the school board. Um, I, would, I would suggest that you support him and talk to the parents that are out there while you're standing around. You have nothing else to do. The most important thing is, is what's happening in those school districts or in the school district and what's happening with the candidates. And Todd Frazier is the candidate that uh, needs to replace um, the, uh, the incompetent ones. Uh, incompetent one. All right, sorry. I'm trying to look at a couple things here at the same time. And, um, oh, I see. Steve Vargas is Brea City Council member who also has endorsed Todd. Wow, okay. <laughs> I don't know how you do, you got to endorse one. Okay, Todd Slauson told Vargas that he was the only conservative running, which was a lie. 
So when Vargas found out about the lie, Vargas endorsed both. Oh my gosh. Come on, come on, Steve. Um, make a decision. Do what I did. You just say, hey, listen, Steve, he could be a great guy. I don't know. But uh, Todd is a better candidate. He's the most likely to, to not only win, but it, he's the guy that we need on, on the board right now. We need a CPA to look at the numbers, to find out where this money is going and how it's being allocated. And if the numbers actually add up, I can't do it. I can't add. And so we need, I need Todd on the school board. Karen says, Steve said, all he has to do is throw money at the campaign and thinks he will win. That, that's not it. We need a competent person <laughs> to be thrown at the school board. That's what we need. Uh, Todd says, he also told me that he would not run if he did not get the OC GOP endorsement. Um, I, I, I don't understand. I just don't understand. Freeman, uh, which is the uh, the one sitting in the seat currently, who's been there since the 1980s, Karen reminds us. And again, clearly an incompetent human being that should not have ever been on the school board. Um, these people that the one thing that we uh, learned as parents coming to the, the school board meetings is that these decisions they make are not ones that are for bettering the education of the kids in any of the schools. Um, they, they talk a good game and they say they're going to do these things and they talk really nice. And let's give an applause for, you know, uh, Jimmy and Johnny who achieved certain grade levels. Karen had nothing to do with that. Um, uh, uh, Carrie had nothing to do with that. The, the decisions that they made have done nothing but lower the grading standards and growing and, and, and um, reducing the ability of children to be able to read and write and count competently. We've seen it in the grades. The grades are below 50% in this very wealthy area of Orange County. This should not be happening. And so who is it that has been in power in the, the school district that has allowed this to happen over the years? It's Karen and Carrie. They have been, along with the others that we unfortunately got voted out. Again, we have a, a, a third person on there that unfortunately, Marilyn, who has not been fantastic. She has come through on a couple of things, um, but, um, uh, you know, it, she's still better than the two that have been on there for a very long time. And so we need to get uh, Freeman out of there, who's been there for 80, uh, since the almost 80 years. <laughs> It seems like 80 years. Um, and so we need to get her out of there. And so by not splitting the vote, we can. By not splitting the vote between these two candidates, we can. So please focus on Todd Frazier as the candidate. Uh, you, don't you, you can believe me. You can trust me. You can trust the other parents. You can trust all the endorsements. And just do that if you want to, which many people do. Or you can look at all the things that I just told you to look at, and you will come to the same conclusion. Bring Todd over to your house. Ask him, tell me, hey, I want to have a party or uh, what is it, a, 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 a gathering at my house. It could be a party. I could have a gathering at my house, a campaign gathering where I bring my neighbors and, and I want Todd, you to come there and speak to the neighbors if it's in the district, if it's in the area uh, where, he, where uh, he's going to be um, elected to, that you can have him over your house. Invite him over. Contact him through his website. Uh, the link for his website is in the description and just look at it there. All right. One last thing I want to hit before um, I, I end this prod broadcast is that um, I'm going to continue to hit these uh, teachers unions that really have destroyed our schools, not only our school here at the Placentia Urban Unified School District, but all schools. We know that. 
We've seen we've seen it uh, on on news features. We've seen it in the mandates, in the masking, in in shutting down our schools and wanting to continue the Zoom and not allowing schools to open. They now are are, are claiming Weingarten's trying to uh, uh, trying to claim that she wanted to open schools all along. Listen, they 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 do this all the time. Uh, they they. It's like the defunding the cops, right? They want to say that Republicans wanted cops defunding. This is the same thing in relationship to closing the schools uh, and and forcing students to to uh, go through education on Zoom calls, uh, forcing children to wear masks, uh, forcing children's uh, children to get uh, the vaccine. This is all from those teachers unions. They care nothing about the health of the children. They care nothing about the teachers. That was their claim is that they didn't want schools open because they cared about the teachers. That is wrong. Everybody knew it was wrong. Every um, um, study that has been done during the pandemic and after, which, uh, you know, some claim that it's over, but whatever you want to think of where it's at, that they've continued um, uh, to, to, to say that they they could not return to school for the for the health and safety of children and teachers, for um, they, that they needed to be masked and all the other nonsense that went along with it. That we're all finding out now that none of that did anything to stop the pandemic. Nothing. None of those things did. The parents knew that. We've been fighting for it for two and a half years, maybe three years. All of us, Karen and and Todd and and Leander and all the other parents that were showing up on a regular basis at the school board meetings, we all were there saying this is wrong. We know that it's wrong. Again, as I said in the last broadcast, is that we are a community of of, of very smart people. Many of of our um, uh, parents, our attorneys, our CPAs, our um, bricklayers, our our plumbers, our police officers, our are people like my uh, wife who worked for five different presidents' uh, administrations, who worked for the FBI as a, as a contractor that did investigations, investigated counterterrorism. There's many of us. She's not the only one. There's others who have high-level positions in, in, in political er arenas, in, um, uh, in tech, that we are not a, a community of stupid people. We do know that they wrongly shut down the schools. The teachers unions are the ones who did it. And the teachers unions are the ones who are pushing CRT. The teachers unions are the ones who are pushing the LGBTQ, the gender identities, the pronouns, um, all these other issues that have nothing to do with education. The teachers unions need to be pushed out of our district and the parents need to become the new teachers union supporting the good teachers identifying the good teachers, paying attention to what's going on with your students in each one of their teachers' classrooms. If they're elementary, then they, you know, you're lucky. You get to deal with usually just one teacher and really focus on, find out at what kind of teacher she is. Support that teacher if she's a good teacher. If she's a teacher that is, is bringing in other things other than teaching your kids how to read, write, count, how to think, if she's doing something other than that, she needs to be called out. We need a, a, a parents' union to support the teachers that are actually educating our kids. We need to pay attention to who they're hiring. Are they coming from Cal State Fullerton? Are they coming from Chapman University who are putting out woke teachers as opposed to educated teachers for education? We don't need any more woke teachers in this teachers in this district. We need teachers that know how to teach. We need teachers that know how to take 
children who are struggling in, in one subject or another and, and help them improve to bring them above that 50%. 50% is even bad, but we're below 50%. As parents, we need to become the union and we need to unite together to, to, to support our teachers. We want to, whatever it takes, however it is that we can get our teachers raises, we want to give them raises when they do a good job. I am not against, I know there may be some law that's, uh, that the idiots up in Sacramento created that you cannot pay a teacher based on how well they are educating our kids. There's probably something out there. I don't know what it is, but we need to find out if we can give teachers raises based on the academics that are coming out of their classrooms. If their students are excelling and doing well and achieving the grades that they need, they, that we would expect them to achieve, Let's give a teacher a raise. Let's give her a vacation. Let's find a way to support her. Give her all of the things that she needs to be successful or he needs to be successful. Sorry, I went on the she there for a very long time. I know that that's a bad thing, but the he or she, let's find out who they are and let's support them. Let's give them awards. Let's give them standing ovations. Let's bring them into the school board meetings and honor the teachers that are doing the job. We need to push out any of the teachers that, have, that, that get up on that podium like the one did last school board meeting and complain and talk about how horrible our job is. How is it possible that teachers can be do, the teachers union can be doing the job and you have teachers that come there on a regular basis and talk about how horrible their job is? The teachers unions, obviously, Apple is obviously not doing its job in helping teachers be successful, helping teachers have a good experience teaching in our district. Apple needs to be moved out. We don't need Apple in that room in the, in the school board any longer. They need to be out. Kick that table out. They don't belong there. The, the, the school board meetings are for the students and how well they're doing and what it is that we need to, need to do to make our students more successful. And we need to be the union. The teachers union, Apple, CTA, or whoever else that is that, that is influencing our school district needs to be pushed out and it needs to end. And so if we can in any way that's possible, I don't know the ins and outs of how that can happen, but we need to find a way to end the teachers unions the best we possibly can. There's ways of opting out. I actually will put up um, the next broadcast. I will make sure and put up the, um, the website where teachers can go to opt out of the teachers unions. Uh, and, um, and it's very easy. I did it myself. I'm not a teacher, but it, I just went through the process to see if I could get the letter that you submit to the, um, the teachers unions to opt out of being in the teacher union. And it's a very easy, easy process for them to do. All right. So, um, let's, um, let's, let's look at, uh, how we can do that in the future parents who are watching really pay attention to what's happening in the classrooms with your, with your students. And let's praise those teachers that are doing a good job. I have one teacher that I know that my son, my 11 year old, uh, fifth grader. Uh, he came to me uh, uh, day before. Oh, no, it was yesterday. Yesterday, he says, you know what we do every day, Dad, uh, after we read the Pledge of Allegiance? I go, what, son? He goes, we sing the Star Spangled Banner or um, God Bless America. We sing that in our class. Our teacher has us sing it. We know all the words, all the song. She hands out the, the, the papers that has the words on it. And we sing God Bless America, um, uh, the Star Spangled Banner, and we rotate through all the, the songs that honor our country. And uh, that teacher uh, Tara needs to be praised and one of those teachers that needs to be brought into the school board and given an award and uh, and given acknowledgement of what it is that she's doing in that classroom. I think it's amazing. Uh, all right. Sorry. I got a little bit excited there. I, I told myself, you know, just tone it down, Andy. Just 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 talk about the issues. But uh, man, this these issues sometimes get me all 
riled up. All right, Karen says, Cal State Fullerton is proud that they are training student teachers to teach CRT. Absolutely. Um, the dean uh, actually wrote a letter that we've uh, received, um, and I should try to make that, maybe I'll read that in the next broadcast, that the, uh, the dean for teachers, I think it is, I, I think that's his title, I could have that wrong, but the guy in charge of, uh, of the teacher's uh, degrees, whatever you want to call it, um, um, fought against us at uh, the Placentia Urban Unified School District uh, about banning CRT. And so that tells you a little something about the teachers coming out of uh, Cal State Fullerton. We, uh, we could pass on any teachers coming from Cal State. If it says Cal State Fullerton on their resume, uh, we should probably just put that in the, the, the round file, throw that in the round file. Uh, in Chapman University, we had so many Chapman University students coming to the school board meetings and uh, fighting against uh, critical race theory. These are people coming into the school board meeting that don't have children in the school, uh, in any of the schools in the district. Um, they uh, probably uh, did not go to any of the schools in the school district, and they don't live in PYL. They were coming in and speaking against us banning CRT. What right do they have to come in there and to do that? There was students from Chapman University and Cal State Fullerton. That is why we don't need any of those uh, graduates coming to our school and becoming teachers. We'll, we'll get them from another school if you don't uh, if you don't mind. Uh, Karen says, uh, "Don't misgender. They could be furries." <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Yet the left claims that they don't see teach CRT. They are still teaching CRT. Uh, anything involving the the LGBTQ or the gender issues or pronouns that's all part of CRT. Again, I will make that argument uh, until it stops. Uh, we ban CRT. None of that should be happening. Teach our kids one last time. I know I say this all the time, but I'm going to say it again. Teach our kids how to read, write, count, and think. That's it. Do nothing else. All right, my friends. Love you guys. God bless for, uh, God bless you. And uh, thanks for watching. Take care. Talk to you later. Bye.